you guys, it's Ghosted Stories. And it's Chelsea. And it's Aaron. And we forget how to do this because we like had a couple episodes banked and now we're back in the saddle. And we got Miranda Hobbs, but that's not all. She's always here. We got our lovely guest today, comedian, writer, just a producer, like every woman. Anita Flores is here. So happy to be here. Oh my God. In your apartment. We're so happy for you to be here. The cats are already fighting, which is how they know, how you know that they like you. It's so nice to be around cats again. I used to live, I lived with two cats for about four years. Now I live with a dog. It's fun, but I miss cats. They're a lot more independent. Right. I mean, that's true. Dogs are like having a child almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But wait, your dog is yours or your boyfriend? This is my, so my roommate, my roommate, roommate, my non-romantic roommate. Got it. Um, My boyfriend lives three blocks away, so that's pretty convenient. See, that's how the fuck you do it. That used to be. One of my exes, he lives a couple blocks away, and that's fucking, that's the way to roll. We joke all the time that we wouldn't be dating if that hadn't been the case (laughs) on Tinder where we met. It's Especially in the city, Uh, I was um, talking to someone recently who does not live in New York, and we were talking about relationships, and I was like, you know, my, my boyfriend lives in Manhattan I live in Queens but we both live like one block from the same subway line so like that's the only way we can make it work and she's like that's the most fucking asshole New York thing I've ever heard (laughs) like we but otherwise it would never work like but it's true if you're in different boroughs it's that can be like it is long distance or even certain parts of Brooklyn to Brooklyn like if it were a hundred percent a Bushwick or Bed-Stuy situation I live in Gowanus are you kidding yeah. me? Anyone not who doesn't live here doesn't know what I'm talking about right no, now. But, but it's I all about the train. A, a big Whole Foods. Right. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of canals. It's beautiful. Yes. It, I mean, it smells in the canal. summer. It smells disgusting. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you hold your nose, it's very pretty when you walk. At, you know, the sun sets behind the Whole Foods. It's very pretty. I yes. went like canoeing in that canal once. I wouldn't you recommend did? it. I wouldn't recommend it. Oof. I got paid a m- minimal amount to do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could pay me to do it really too, though. <laughs> did you see That's anything? Here nor there. I didn't. Three-eyed fish? I didn't, but it was for, like, this video series that we were doing, kind of, like, lifestyle sure. of, like, hey, guys, I'm at this place. Talk but, like, stoop. For real? Like, <laughs> Let's that's talk canoe. Oh, my God. <laughs> But legit, that would be my dream to be fucking Cat Greenleaf Talk Stoop or like be the girl that does the stuff that comes up in the back of cabs. Like, hey, guys, I'm at this restaurant. Let's go. So anyways, point being, I do do that stuff for this like tiny little YouTube channel. And one of it was one of them was going canoeing in the Guanas Canal. And it was fine. But I played it up like it was real weird. I guys, I'm a professional. I mm-hmm. would, That's what they want. I would watch Talk Canoe. <laughs> Would because you? you're just making me realize that it. at this point, the only way to make a, a show different now, interview shows, is like being in a different kind of vehicle. Absolutely. I haven't seen a canoe show yet. Well, Nothing on water. No. Can we pitch Fishing that? with Chelsea? We'll pitch it to NBC. Fishing with Chelsea. <laughs> Stop. That's me, amazing. Call time is 4 a.m. And it's heard. just you trying to get them to say something they're tired to compliment you. <laughs> like, I'm not great at rowing. <laughs> It puts a lot of pressure on you because I think you just sit there. That's what I've heard. There's not much to do. You don't often catch fish either. Oh, you guys. All of this is getting cut out. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so you could pitch fishing yeah. with Chelsea. Yeah, I don't want to get produce? out. Can I produce? I need to get out ahead of it. <laughs> um, okay, so, Anita, we're going to do some topical shit here. And we're very excited that we have some listener emails we got to get to. Today's is going to be one from a listener named Jackie. Hi, Jackie. We're going to le- read your ghosted after a two-year relationship. <gasps> Sounds horrible I mean, already. Yeah. Similar to our very first episode of Ghosted Stories. Oy. Okay. All back. Jackie says, hello. Hello, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast recently after a friend recommended it when I got ghosted by, by a guy who I was with for two and a half years. We first met around 2009, had a brief six-month fling. Then I found out that he had lied to me about his age. And at that time, I was only 21 or 22, and I stopped seeing him. She doesn't say how old he was, though. Jackie, mm. how old? I know that he? makes such a big difference because, like, is this a Ron Moore situation? Right. Or was he 16? Is he, Exactly. Was he, like, underage? And she yeah. was like, you fucking set me up. Oh, you're right. This is a huge difference. You know? He's illegal or very old. Or, like, she's practically... Or, like, it could have been a situation where he might not have even... Yeah. 21. That's, like, borderline of her being illegal. All right. Any hoosie, Jackie, email us back. Let us know, and we'll update everyone later. We reconnected in November of 2014. Oh, boy. CNN is uh, texting me that something about 
how America's devolving. We reconnected in November of 2014 and started basically a friends with benefits thing. At first, it was just sleeping together, but over time, it seemed like we were both catching feelings. I mean... Yeah. As we want to do, Jackie. We had a relationship where we saw each other three to six times a week. He consistently was consistently staying at my house, and we ultimately ended up with a verbal agreement that we were exclusive and he wasn't seeing any other girls. This all checks out so far, I'd say, that this is pretty standard has been set that they are in a relationship. In a relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Um, I'm a nurse and was getting ready to take a summer job out of town, but he hadn't pulled back at all at this point. Then in May of this year, he ghosted me out of nowhere. We were supposed to hang out one night and it never happened. <laughs> he just quit answering his phone messages, etc. He would look at the Instagram message I would send him, but never respond. Around the middle of August, he texted me the ultimate fuckboy thing. Wait, when did that happen? Wait, that happened in May? So this is, yeah, so they had a relationship. Okay, so reconnected in November of 2014. They had a friends with benefits thing. And so presumably from November of 2014, it started out as friends with benefits. Then it turned into seeing each other Mm. like more than half of the week. Talking about verbally saying we're exclusive and then all of a sudden um in may of this year radio just goes her so she says you know he would be reading the instagram messages like she would see them and then out of nowhere in august so just like a couple of months ago he did the ultimate fuck boy thing he texted i miss you oh <gasps> what a fucking piece of shit oh my god i mean like is he reading the fuck boy manual Holy shit. Um, she responded. Also, it's not easy to read Instagram messages. I don't read most of mine just because I never realize they're there. You have to go to the box on the right. You have right. to go to the box and you have to click on it. It's not like with text messages you could accidentally read it. And then yeah. forget, but it's like you're, you're like, going you've, into right. There's an amount of work that has I mean, happened. there's absolutely no excuse. So she responded back, question mark, are you trying to fuck with me? Yeah, you By the be. way, Jackie, you're very cute because she doesn't actually ever write fuck. She writes like F dollar sign and percent <laughs> at symbol i love you um are you trying to fuck with me and he said i didn't say it to fuck with you i truly miss you i had all sorts of issues and that doesn't even begin to explain what i did to you i'm just assuming this is how no. he sounds Amazing. i'm sorry i don't have my words together just yet but i do want to have that conversation soon <laughs> <laughs> He didn't add that thing of noise then, but I just imagine that's what he was doing. That's how he ends all conversations. Right. <laughs> that was in August, and I never heard from him again. It's been devastating, and I'm definitely still not over it, but I've tried everything, and he will not answer. What? He went back? Like, he what? Re- he double ghosted well, also, I mean, listen. He's doing her a favor for the second ghosting, well, but that's also, like, say, like, she shouldn't, Jackie, Jackie, you shouldn't be trying to communicate with him still. He is a total psychopath, but... I mean, I've been there. I would yeah. also try to talk to him again. Oh, I 100% would have too. We all would. So that was in August. I never heard from him again. And it's been devastating. I'm definitely still not over it. But I've tried everything. He will not answer. Now I know he has another girlfriend. And has possibly uh. moved out of state. But he refuses to talk to me, say goodbye, even block me, anything. I haven't come across a story from your podcast that sounds exactly like mine yet. But I suppose it's comforting to know that I'm not alone in general. Happy podcasting, Jackie. Jackie. First of all, Jackie. you're amazing and brilliant and wonderful, and anyone would be fucking lucky to have Nurses you. Nurses make the world go round. Uh, oh. Yes, thank you for being a nurse. You're, I mean, nurse. living a better I'm life than all of us up. combined. Um, <laughs> that being said, I don't, I mean, words of comfort are just, you're not alone. I mean, we've all had, if even if not, like, to your point, this exact scenario happen. I mean, we've all experienced a shade of this. That's what this podcast is about, so you're not alone. Well, yeah, I was going to say that unfor- I don't. I would hope this would make her feel better in terms of knowing truly he's a fuckboy because she didn't say the timestamp for the I miss you, but I'm picturing it was late at night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like at midnight, yeah. 1 a.m. Because that's right. when I get the text from Absolutely. somebody who hasn't talked to me in a while. Some guy, it's always very late at night. The I miss you is so... It's gross. Do you think there's any... And this doesn't matter at all. I don't even know why I'm asking. But do you think there's any world... Were the guys that any of the guys that do that I miss you, like it's really coming from any place of sincerity? What do you think the no, percentage think of the it, time is? I don't think that it isn't. Like I think it could. Like this guy definitely is a piece of shit and whatever. But I do think that it's like, I don't know. I think you could treat somebody badly and then be like, oh, be I fucked up a good thing that I had, and, and then not be know how to. Yeah, it. 
And then I, just yeah. not be not have the emotional maturity to be able to go back and be like, I fucked up all this. So you just like it's a cop out. Yeah. You just like. Say but I don't necessarily stupid. think the feeling can't exist there. Right. I mean, I think it exists in his case, though. She it, she made it sound like he never said, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Yeah. he just said, I miss you and said I was going through a lot. Right. I and mean, the first thing he should have done was say, I'm really sorry that I did that to you. Right. And which I'm going through a like even when you're going through a lot. I've I've gone through a lot in my life. That's a lie. Probably not much. But <laughs> I've kind of going through some things that are a lot for me in that moment. Right. And you don't like forget how to te- like, you know, it, this is that's never been an excuse in the history of the world. Right. At least not for that amount of time. Like that can be an excuse for like two weeks or like at the most if you're really you're in the fucking hospital, you know, but. I don't know. I've said that before. It's always women. Like, I've definitely been, you know, had a full-time job. And I remember I was dating somebody who also had a full-time job. And, like, I didn't hear from him for a week. And I know people tried to explain to me, he's so busy. It's like, I've never done that to anyone. Right. I've right. never just forgotten to respond to somebody for an entire for week. That, yeah. It doesn't, no, no it doesn't happen. If because at the very least, you can text someone yeah. to be like, I'm so busy right now. Like, I'm so sorry. I can't really make plans. But like, can I text you like on Sunday? Can we, or like, we'll talk or something. And then yeah. everyone will be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You get overwhelmed at work and you can't yeah. think about like what the next step will be. But you never just like, yeah, just, I guess this person doesn't exist to me anymore. Just have them disappear. Like, that's crazy. Right. I wonder if he was dating the other girl but then even it's just so hard for me to put myself in the other person's shoes in this case at any because even when you are dating a few people or things are happening I can't ever imagine making the choice that like I will take this one person that expects to hear from me and I have an emotional bond with and just literally put them on a shelf and pretend like compartmentalize them for months at a time you know what I mean like just yeah you can be but again it's just a sign of you know lack of emotional maturity when like he's probably thinking like oh no I'm sad like this girl <laughs> I'm now meaning this girl I'm liking this girl I don't know how to tell this other girl that I like that well I don't know it's all speculation we need to get a real life fuck boy on the podcast sometimes oh, oh yeah. we've had a few I think yeah but, like, but they're always so ashamed of it they're they don't ever want to like I guess cop we to have it. Exactly. I don't know if we've had the worst they, of the worst though we've had some just like weirdos they don't want to yeah. cop to it and that's why they never like I've of course it's happened to me before where you know I didn't hear from a guy and then I address him about it and the only reason we end up not dating anymore is because I addressed it but right. they would have just let it die let it because right. anything is is nothing's worse than confrontation apparently right. or just talking yeah so I'm not surprised that they didn't want to talk about it either because right. well, they're like I'm ashamed thing. yeah I can't I can't end it either I'm just gonna not talk to her right exactly just let it die I want to know how old this guy is yeah, me I mean, too. I mean, he's like difference. 31 or if he's like, yeah. And I want to like know, 17. like, not only what age was he younger or older than her, but how by how many years, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. At 21? I don't know. Right. Because not to say that there's an excuse at any age, but a guy being approaching 30 and pulling that is different than a guy who's like 22 pulling that. You know what I mean? Or like 23. But. Also, I'm curious how she found out that he lied about his age. Because truthfully, if I were dating somebody, even if they were lying by any age, I'd be like, that's a really strange thing that you did. Why would you lie about your age? Right. To me, a person you're dating. Right. right. So that's a red like, flag. I will find out. And like, you always want to date somebody with the hope that like it'll go somewhere. For so sure. you're like, at some stage, I was going to find your, like, blow your cover. Like, where was I going to sign the marriage license to be like, hey, wait a sec. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, so you just didn't have respect for me. You didn't think this was going to go anywhere. It all comes down to, yeah, the respect. Yeah. Or lack thereof that you have for the other person. Can I really quick, um, unless, did we spiral about that satisfactorily? Yeah. Jackie, we didn't help you. I hope we commiserate we really with you a little do bit. We really never do help you. We don't. <laughs> you just listen to a spiral about it and yeah. hopefully it brings you some peace. Um, can I really quick topical shit number two? Whoa. One of my dearest coworkers who he wants to be on the podcast sometime. Cool. He was asking me today at work and that's why I was like, you should just come on the podcast. But how do you guys feel about, and we've kind of touched on this before, I think Aaron, a guy calling you. Is it super fucking weird or is it only super fucking weird if you're not into him? Like a guy you've just connected with maybe like you've been on one date or you just kind of got each other's number, you're chit chatting. 
I mean, I don't like it when Pat calls me (laughs) and we've been together seven years. (laughs) He calls me and I'm like, what what happened? (laughs) And he's like, no, what popsicle flavor do you want? I'm like, oh no, this was worth calling for. But like, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the unfortunate part is that like, no, I don't find it weird now that I'm like in a relationship. But in the past, if some if a guy called me, I usually assumed it was like them canceling, which was true. Oh, really? Oh, oh, so you take it as like this is going to be bad news. If, like, yes. Like, the, I mean, I remember I was on my way to a date with a guy and he called me like five minutes before we were supposed to meet. And I was like, either he's canceling on me or he's going to be late. And he was calling to be like, oh, I'm going to be 45 minutes late. You're like, oh so we're God. done. So it, like we're yeah, exactly. Right. I don't. Right. Yeah. I haven't been in a situation in like he's a gentleman and he's calling me to talk. That's, right. That's never happened with casual Well, to just call somebody just to talk to. Like, I think if, it would be different if you were like, oh, we're like both traveling. So let's talk. Mm. Let's like call at eight o'clock tonight. Like, that's fine. That's different. But to just be like, just call and. Just be like, hey, so how, what's right. going on? I would be like, no. What's going on is either I'm like <laughs> knee deep in a Netflix show. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Including my boyfriend of seven years. Yeah. Or husband. Boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. Okay. So. Well, that's. Uh, so he was asking because he had a situation on both ends of it. One situation was he was c- trying to like connect with or arrange a date with um, someone who they had mutual friends. And she was kind of funny with them or kind of blew them off. And the mutual friend was like, I might be butchering the story, but something effective, like the mutual friend was like, Oh, well she's really big on sort of being old school and just, and like calling. She, she thinks calling is like taking the next step, like showing that like, you're not just some Tinder asshole who's going to blow her off. Like, you know, giving a call when you're first connecting to make plans just shows like a little elevated courtesy. So he's like, okay, Fair. Like, didn't know. I thought that would freak your girl out, but like, fine. But so, that's also presumptuous if that's if you don't tell the person that's what you well, want. Because sure, it's like an because odd it's, thing. It's uncommon at this point. It's right. not as common. Uncommon. And so then it, he was connected with another girl not too long after that. And he was thinking like, OK, maybe this is just like something that's coming back around like it's coming back around like calling people is like coming back around to be like it's on like trend again and so he connected with this girl and they were texting and he was like okay i'm gonna give this a shot and he was like you know are you around later maybe i can give you a call we can make some plans which i thought that that's a cute in between way to be that. like maybe yeah. i can give you a call i was like i like that yeah. but then she was really funny about it and he thinks it, like freaked her out and yeah. he's like well you know what's a guy to do sort of thing i'm like i mean that's a conundrum because i don't know but i would err on the side of i was just curious if what both of you thought because i also am weirded out about i think a text to alert me to the calling is fine especially if i'm into the guy i at least won't be put off by it i'll be like okay that's weird but cute but just calling out of the blue even if it is i'm with you Aaron. like a friend could call and i'm like what the fuck is happening yeah like this is such a confrontation i think <laughs> it's such an, a violation like, who's dead right Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. But if he if he gave me a heads up, I I would be into that. Yeah, because it's like a sweet sort of, it's like the combination of being courteous with not just like you know co- like, whatever mm-hmm. snake attacking you with a phone call, but also sneak the like. Attack. But I'm kind of old school. I'm gonna call you. All right, you guys. Should I take that plate away from my cast? <laughs> I think I'm going to. Um, stand by. And then we'll talk about your story. Oh, I'm God. into it. Oh, God. I'm what I'm trying to decide like. Cause we're not, I unfriended him on Facebook. I don't like to stay friends with people that don't talk to me. Guys, that don't talk to me anymore. So, and as far as I know, he doesn't follow me on any social media, but part of me thinks I should change his name to Brad, which is equally as douchey. So I, don't I mean, Chad, I think also people will assume that's made up because like, I don't know anyone <laughs> named Chad. So I don't know I anyone like named Chad. He's kid. the only person I know that's named Chad yeah. is this guy. Yes. So, Anita. Yes. Is it time to get into your ghosted story? Oh, wait, but first. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. First of all, segment we always do, but still don't know how to set it up <laughs> after 50-something episodes. We want the audience to picture you in their mind's eye. Okay. So, who would play you in the life story of you? Ugh, oh, my Who's gosh. Who's your doppelganger? You know what's crazy? I've thought about this so many times, <laughs> um, which is ridiculous. But, you know, I've, I'm a fan of America Ferreira. Oh, my God. I like her a lot. I can and, see um, uh, real women have curves. One of my favorite movies. I love um, it. So I would pick America Ferrera. As you were sitting here, you were ri- reminding me so much of her. I love her. Yeah, she's the best. And she's like cool in real life because I feel like I-, I was listening to some podcast with Sarah Silverman who her essential, her opinion was that many actors, not all, 
are like devoid of any actual personality and can only act. And she put right. Russell Crowe into that category. Yeah. Where it's like many don't actually have much going on upstairs, but they're good actors. But right. I would mm-hmm. not put her in that category. No. She's a you know she's a feminist. She advocates for stuff. I don't remember what right now, but I see she's all <laughs> Lots over of good stuff. She's all yeah. over Amber Tamlin's Instagram, and I really like her, and I think she's great. So Anita, finally, yes. Also, before you start your ghosted story, le- to lead into your ghosted story, mm-hmm. give us like the short little life of relationships in Anita's life. I didn't say that right, but you know what I mean. Give us like your short little relationship history, just so that people can put into context. Sure where this ghosting story is happening. So uh, I would call myself a late bloomer. I did a one-woman show about losing my virginity at 23. So I started late in the game. She Did you lose it later? I lost at like 25. Uh-huh. I love yeah. it. I do, the more we comedians I talk to, the more... I, I always think I won. And then I <laughs> talk to somebody who's like, no, I was 27. And I'm like... <laughs> but it's fun because yeah. now that I talk about it, it's like it comes up and then I end up high-fiving with people about totally. it. Totally. Yeah. Okay. High-five. Yeah, because there's zero to be ashamed of whenever you lose it. It's up to you. And to me, I think of it as being popular in high school, which I was not more to look forward to for us. You were too busy hooking up at 17. It's like sex is old news. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've decided. Um, So, yeah, you know, I had had one serious boyfriend starting at 23. And then uh, uh, many years after that, I dated somebody for the longest period of time since then, which was maybe a month and a half. And then it was a situation of, you know, I didn't hear from him for a week and it really bummed me out. And then when I talked to him about it, he's like, well, I can't promise it won't happen again. And then there was a silence and then we didn't talk in in his apartment. And then he was like, do you want me to walk you to the train? (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I was. I was feeling pretty sorry for myself. So I was like, uh, you know, eventually I was like, oh, he's really was not that great. But, you know, I'd say post breakup for me, that was the closest thing I had to a relationship since the only uh, serious other serious relationship. So, yeah, I would say I was in a place of like, I will hit on everyone. OK, that's I like a great. It. That's a fun place. That's I mean, it just philosophy. hit on everyone. And so, um, yeah, let's call him Chad. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> yeah, by the time I met this guy, I think I was. Oh, I was at an open mic. I, I will say there's a level of confidence that I feel shortly after I've performed. Sure. And I'm, of I'm sure it's very relatable where it's like if you've, you're just hanging out and you're talking to random people at bars, it can be very scary. Yeah. Same with networking events of or course. job interviews. But I feel like if you know you've, you've done great on stage or something, I don't know. There's just like, there was like a bit of confidence. And yeah, yeah. as there should be. And yeah, like, there's like power that. And you're also like, you know what to open with, basically. Right. Like, well, I'm very funny. These Absolutely. are all things you already yeah. know about me. I don't need to prove in this next conversation. Exactly. Exactly. So when I met Chad, um, I was fresh off of a re- quote-unquote relationship for New York standards. Mm-hmm. More right. than six weeks. Totally. <laughs> That's something. You guys are about to elope. In this town, um, yeah. <laughs> so that, so so keep that in mind. Okay. as you listen to this um and so yeah so i I was at this i was at this mic i was feeling good floating on some self-confidence and then this guy walked by with my friend they were about to leave to go do karaoke and then i just said to him are you a performer or something like that he said no and then that was it he was gone and did that make you more or less excited or indifferent like do you like if someone is not in the same field i love when someone's not a performer okay and i know it sounds hypocritical because i'm a performer but i have no interest in dating a comedian Mm -hmm. i know how selfish we are so and i don't want to compete i don't want to try and you know out funny the other person in the relationship i also know because I suspect this is why uh, Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris broke up just talking about fame. Jenny Slate talks about it, who I, th- I think she's back with, uh, what's his name, oh, Captain really? America. I, there was a video online he posted of his dog, and you could hear her laughing in the background. Anyway. <laughs> I love what a, a like, great Instagram investigator you are for celebrity relationships for sure. and friendships. Oh, yeah. You're in there doing God's work. Don't ask me about American <laughs> history, but I'm happy to talk about J-Lo and like, all three of her marriages. Um <laughs> But uh, 
Oh man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> also about J Lo. <laughs> yes. How do we not know to get J Lo with A Rod sooner? Like that was I the most natural know. pairing of any people I've ever seen. Where I was like, yes, of course yes. you two are together. It, well, what a power couple! Oh, you should have been doing this from the start. Absolutely. But they're both just like maybe not even serial monogamous, but like they're both no. just always in a relationship. Yeah. I feel like they just had she to is. that found that was little he, window. He was married. Yeah. Then, well, he oh, well Cameron his, Diaz. There's a couple like little uh, oh, they should have just broken off and been like uh, you and me obviously let's just do this right yeah like looks they're on the same level they seem like the same and I, she and I have the same birthday so I like to think we're like the same same actual birthday like t- day and month or like day <gasps> day and month not year or right <laughs> um, I wish I looked like her now they, oh yeah I would take it <laughs> yeah. They have the same level of vanity and self-obsession mm-hmm. that I think would it would really work well. They feed off of it. I don't know. I just it's amazing that we didn't do this sooner as a society. All right, I know I got a bit off track. Um, <laughs> I got you very off track. Anyway, no, I was the one that started talking about Fame. celebrity relationships. Um, so because to me it's still scary to actually like ask a guy out. Um, I told my friend like we were in high school who was friends with him. I was like, I think your friend's cute. And then she said, he said the same thing about you. Very exciting. exciting. Especially to me, if you meet somebody that's not online past college, that's also a victory. Because I don't know how people meet. I mean, most of my friends are married and I'm pretty young. Like to me, like if you're 30 in New York and a lot of your friends are married, it's still weird. And coincidentally, a lot of my friends from college fell in love with people from different countries. So I have four different friends that like it worked out where they fell in love with people. But then like a year or two in, we're like, oh, we have to marry this person or this person has to leave the country. Like I've got ranging different countries, like one's Canadian, one's from Norway, one's from Colombia. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she gave him my phone number. And he texted me and it was very exciting. And um, I thought he was very good looking. Number one, I will make a point of saying that (laughs) because pretty quickly in, um, I was already suspicious of him because when we went on a date, it was a daytime date and it was at uh, the thing that happens in Prospect Park now. It's like a fair in the summer with food. I can't remember what it's called. Smorgasbord. There you go. Oh, okay. right, right. We went to Smorgasbord and I was into it. But I was very weirded out that on this first date, he held my hand. Oh. He held my hand. That's more intimate than kissing. We've talked about this a lot, I feel. I feel like holding hands can be more intimate than like kissing or doing it. Absolutely. Especially when you start with that. Right. But then we hung out at the park. We ate some food. He paid for it. You know, not that I expect that from everyone, but it's a nice way to start. Yeah. You know, especially nothing too expensive. Um, but then uh, I, he lived very close to me and he still does. Haven't run. I ran into him once, but we can talk about it later. <laughs> um, so I dropped him off at his apartment and he was like, oh, I'm going to go see this concert in 20 minutes. But if you want to come up until then, you can come hang out, which was another red flag. I was like, OK, red flag as in if this is not heading towards a relationship. This is you want to come up for a quickie. Right. Uh-huh. And or like I, as long as it's convenient for me. Like, right. Yeah. I thought if I deflected that, that would make him think, wow, what a what a old fashioned woman who, that this is someone I will marry. <laughs> what a dame. Yeah. So I deflected that. Um, in terms of, you know, going upstairs. Right. And then I heard from him again. And then Ooh. we went on a second date. Now so you're here's, like, it's all going according to plan. Right. Now, important to mention, this second date was after I went on vacation. Because I left the country. I went to Colombia, the country, okay. for about almost two weeks. Okay. And to me, that's a huge thing after a first date. Uh, if, if I hear from this person after, after I, you're one gone for date, two weeks, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. I a million percent agree. That's a huge and I, yeah, I kid you not, as I was landing, I got a text message from him because he knew when I was coming back. Wow. And I was like, ooh, ooh, okay. No, yeah, that's huge. Did right. you guys communicate at all? Not really, probably, when no. you were away? Yeah. I was too busy on that trip. <laughs> that's its own story. <laughs> um, d- having dalliances, dalliances, because yeah. um, I think there's no rules on vacation. Well, you want to want to fucking deal with this guy. Yeah. Especially... Um, out of the country. Um, that's perfect. So, uh, okay, so that's huge. I think that is very huge. I thought it was very huge. Anybody would take that as like, this guy is into so it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So we went on a second date. Um, I noticed pretty quickly that he was complaining about work for a long time. 
And I was the one that had to bring up this trip I had just gone on. Okay. As in, he didn't oh. ask me about it. I'm like, so he's like kind of a selfish guy. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. He was a little selfish. And then, so he didn't really say anything about my trip. I talked to him. I mentioned it. But he wasn't really paying attention. That became very clear to me. So then he was like, oh, let's walk, you know, let's walk home. Because we were very, both very close to both of our apartments. Right. He held my hands. Okay. But and, were you into it? Like, were you thinking, like, now this is sweet? Or is it still kind of like, okay. okay oh, I was suspicious. In yeah. general, I go into everything with the mindset <laughs> well, that sure. the dude is just trying to fuck. Sure. And As unfortunately, it's usually As we all should. Case. Um, and I'm going to give ter- terrible advice to any future daughters. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Um, or great, or great advice. Yeah, or yeah, great advice. You're really prepping her. Trust no one. Um, <laughs> so we held hands and we were walking by uh, U-Haul because this was on 3rd Avenue in Gowanus. And I was like, oh, we started talking about U-Haul. And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I never have movers. My, I just like conned my friends into helping me and then I pay them in food. And he's like, no, not me. I don't ask my friends. Now keep in mind, not that this is any reason or excuse, but like use your head. I'm Latina. My last name is Flores. He was like, oh, yeah, no. I always just hire Mexicans to help me move because it's cheaper. Mm. That's, that's fantastic. Okay. Now, keep in mind, Chad, it's a white name. He's a <laughs> white guy. But it was a very Chad thing to say. Yes. Super Chad. And he didn't flinch. Like, even after it left his mouth, not no. an ounce of like self-awareness that maybe not that was not a, a normal thing to say. Not okay. even Great. a little. And I did wince, of course. Right. So I was right. like, ugh. Um, As you do when anyone says something shockingly racist. Right. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, I thought about it. And that night, he definitely wanted me to come back with him to his apartment. And I was like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting with some friends being like, he said this like pretty ignorant, like racist thing to me. You know, and they're like, that's a deal breaker. That sucks. But I think at that moment, post breakup, as I have even now a friend or two that are going through this where they're like desperately lonely because they've just gotten out of these relationships and just want a warm body next to them, no matter how terrible of a person they are. And I was like, well, he's hot. You know, he's hot and he's dumb. Yeah, he's ignorant, but he's hot and dumb. So that's where I was. I started downgrading him. We went on a third date. We went on a third date. And of course, it did lead to sex he lived with, and i remember he, because at this point you're like here i know what he's good for exactly it's not sparkling conversation right it's bone it that's what it is that's a hundred percent i was like that's what everyone he's hot yeah. he's dumb right. now <laughs> i have never found the balance between a one night stand and a serious relationship people tell me they do this or they have friends with benefits or some hot dumb guy that they're regularly boning i've never had that experience so, you know, he tried to talk me up. I remember the, the the night, you know, when we came and hung out in his room, he was like showing me his book collection and how he has every Philip K. Dick book All or whatever. Right, Chad. Relax. Right? And so, you know, we did the deed. And then the next morning, because I told him I was watching Man in the High Castle, the Amazon series. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, you should just, you should borrow my book, Man in the High Castle. I took it as a, oh, all right, not like we're going to be in a relationship, but I was like, a book, to me, that's a that's an olive branch to mm-hmm. perhaps we will have sex again. Right, right. And then right. after that, we were friends on Facebook, right? And I just didn't hear from him for like three weeks. But here's what was happening. I'm a comedian. I make jokes online. I never heard from him, but he was like liking my jokes. Oh, see, that's the- and into that's week so two, funny. I was like, I am not into this. If you're going to reject me, that's fine. But I do not want you to validate how funny I am. Never speak to me again. So I unfriended him. Good. And I had no, you know, no qualms about it. And then three weeks later at like one o'clock in the morning, he was like, how's the book? At one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Mm. How's the book? And I was like, you motherfucker. I have, I have texts. I have texts. I love when people come with receipts and it's my favorite. I want to hear them word for word. Essentially, I was, I was very, I was very angry because if uh, anyone watches Seinfeld, I feel that I was George Costanza's, Costanza. (laughs) Meaning there's an episode uh, of Seinfeld where George leaves like a watch or keys or something behind at a woman's house. So he has an excuse to go back. Oh, okay. Right. And so that's what I felt was happening to me. But I'm not into it. Uh I don't care if you're hot and dumb. You're going to like my jokes. And then, (laughs) oh, and so he texted me and he said, how's the book? I didn't answer. And then like, uh, 
48 hours later, he's like, oh, I see you unfriended me. What's wrong? <laughs> Um, and so by then wait, wait, you never responded to the book thing no right, okay because you're like I know what this is I know what this is now it took a lot of effort for me not to respond because if some if some fuck boy says something really shitty to me of course I want to like get into a fight about it right yeah but friends had said to me essentially the best revenge or the most thing the the thing you could do to annoy him would be to ignore him. Right. Which is always true and also Definitely. the hardest. They turned out to be completely right. So, um, <laughs> was it hard though in the way also that like, was it enjoyable sex that you would have been welcomed yeah, it was if it wasn't a fucking, yeah, it was like right. dumb boy sex. Right. You know, he right. definitely, um, had done this before. Sure. Um, in terms of, I mean, also, you know, I have had gone through his Facebook and right. like, <laughs> I don't know. He had made jokes about having a big dick and all of this stuff. So, oh, Chad. You know, that's a classic Chad for you. Um, <laughs> so he asked me about this book. Um, I ignored him. And then 24 hours later, he said, fine, you can go on ignoring me, but please give me my book back. Oh. Wait, so that was after he was like, Chad, how's my book? You unfriended me. So this is now we're 72 hours in. Yes. To the standoff. Correct. Fantastic. Please give me my book back. Okay. Now it's very enjoyable at this point. Also, I don't feel bad because I remember taking no. the book home with me and remembering there were no special, in, you know, like, oh, here, this is from Philip K. Dick, signed Philip K. Dick or signed your dead right. grandmother. It was a paperback <laughs> book, $12.99 max. Okay. Right. Like, Easily replaceable. Sure. So I decided... All right. I was like, all right, I don't necessarily want him to keep bothering me about it. So I did text him back and I said I would leave the book for him at this bar that was underneath his apartment. Mm-hmm. This is a bar I've been to before. Right. Oh, right. Because you guys live like two blocks away. Right. And okay, I fine. and I meant that with a serious intention. But then I lost the book. <laughs> <laughs> I did. In the black hole that is my apartment. It was gone. And I had no intention of replacing it because like I could give a shit. Yeah. It's a yeah. fucking paperback book for $12. Also, was the spine even broken? Had he ever read it? It looked very fresh. Yes. It was it was a barely broken in, th- you know, definitely read it once. Mm-hmm. Sure. Definitely read it once. Um, and then a week later, he texted me and said, let me know when you do that, as in bring it to the bar. Um, at, by this point I was talking to, do you know, Jasmine Pierce? Yes. She's really funny. I was talking to her about this and I was like, how do I get him back? <laughs> Cause this is so obnoxious at this point. Her idea ha- had been at the time when I had the book, she's like, you know what? Just like send him a picture of it on a street corner somewhere in the neighborhood while it's <laughs> raining and then just play a sick game with him. <laughs> and unfortunately I lost the book. Um, so then, okay. So this was, let me know when you do that. Then he sent me, this was September 13th, October 1st. He sent me a question mark. I love that. Also he, because at this me. stage you have to like go f- so far back in your messages to re-message somebody. Cause it's like, you're off the first oh, yes. page now. Oh yeah. So he's thinking about this. He's thinking, he's looking he's for it. He's doing Oh, he's looking for he's it. He's scrolling down. Yeah. And then the next day, he said, did you ever leave my book at the bar? I feel like a fool every every time I ask them. Or no, he said everything because it was it was a typo. And so it, it was very poetic at that point. I just pictured him going in every day being like, is my book here? And they're like, Chad, no, it's not here. It's not here. You need to give up. It's never going to be here. Oh, God, I love it. Then... 12 hours later, he fixed his typo and said every time because he had said everything by accident. So he went back because he read it. it. Oh, Oh, Chad. And this. I feel uncomfortable at this point. This was my favorite. The next day, he sent me this picture. Okay. So look at this picture. Okay. This is a picture of his bookshelf. And there is a space. A book missing. missing. And he wrote, this is getting pretty frustrating. (laughs) And I, I knew I was never going to answer him back. And I was like, I just, I, th- and like my friends were like, what if he just keeps texting you forever? And I was like, great. This is <laughs> just mean, more hilarious. material for me. Yeah. And then 10 days later, oh he said, God. still checking. I'm not going to get my book back. Am I? <laughs> okay. Now by so this. So Chad isn't fast on the uptake. Wh- say that again. He's not like fast no. to pick up yeah. what's happening. He's an idiot. Yeah. Chad, if you're listening, you're an idiot. <laughs> um. So I, I, 
I knew there was a chance that I would run into him because he did live very close to me. I was just going to ask and, if you ever had cross paths. And I kept joking about this uh, with my roommate who turns out she like knew him because a friend of her, like he does, he's on a pinball team and one of her friends is and Brooklyn's only so big. Pinball team. And I was joking with her. I was like, if I ever run into him, he's going to lay into me because I I really have enjoyed this. Right. So then um, I went with a friend to do karaoke at Union Hall at Karaoke Killed the Cat, which no longer exists, but oh. it was like two guys that would MC karaoke and it was like the best thing ever. So I did karaoke and I was at karaoke and who do I see? Oh uh-huh. shit. But Chad. And I was like, this is it because it's, you have to get <laughs> at Union Hall. There's a stage. Like you have to stand on stage right. in front of everyone to do karaoke. Right. And I thought e- one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to get on stage and like humiliate me and be like, this is dedicated to the girl in the front row. Right. Bitch, give me my book back. Or he was going to see me perform and then quickly confront me after I got off stage. But first I got to go up and he was standing. He was looking at me. I could see him. I did say my name um, by Dusty's Child, which is a great song. Oh, yeah. Great choice. And that by that point, I knew he had seen me. But after I got off stage, he didn't say anything to me. Oh. And then we eventually I left and we walked by each other and he didn't say anything. On your way out. On my way out. Oh, now, fuck. this was very close to my birthday at the time. The next day, he texted me and said, would have said happy birthday to you last night, but you know, the only oh, way, fucking Chad. the only Get way he life. would have known too that it was my birthday, because we were not Facebook face- friends. Oh, okay. We were not Facebook friends anymore, so he definitely looked me up. <sighs> um, and then, this is... Right, right. Like, yeah, like, he looked you up on Facebook to see... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he's still checking up on you. Of course he's still checking up on me. And at this point, I've really just have a hard time believing it was about the book anymore no he definitely he was he incensed that you weren't hypnotized by like, his magical dick right. guys yeah. think that we are Lusting. guys are confounded when we're not hypnotized by their dicks because they believe their dicks are magical absolutely and so if we're not hypnotized by their dicks then they're like oh she's a slut mm-hmm. like that's the they can never just accept exactly because it's impossible we would just not like their dicks absolutely because they're magical part of me is bummed i will never hear his side of it because like you know one of my closest friends i remember when she dumped her ex-boyfriend in college and he spread a rumor that she was a nymphomaniac and she wanted it all the time and that's why they broke up and so i can only imagine what he framed this as like what college girl isn't a bit of a nymphomaniac (laughs) yeah all right i mean like i wasn't getting any college but i wanted to all the time sure 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 yeah but i um i like to think that he is telling people that I like used him for the book or something. So here's an important. Like you're just that cheap that you're just like, exactly. I can't shell out this $12 for a book that I already know how it ends because I'm watching the Amazon series. Exactly. Now here's another interesting part to this. I'm on Tinder. It is how I met my boyfriend. We're very honest with each other. It's a closed relationship, but I still have my Tinder account open because I have some great messages from guys <laughs> and i've been very open with him about it and we trust each other no funny business going on so occasionally or just funny business just yeah. funny business you got it so occasionally i'll go back in there and i did and i got a message from chat oh. because apparently oh. i must have like swiped on him two or three years ago and or like, something and, and so we he matched just, we so matched we, so so he so he matched with you recently, even though it's so it's like you guys must have matched each other a long time a ago. Long so time it's like ago. all this time you were matched sitting in Tinder mm-hmm. purgatory. <gasps> and he messaged me. Un- oh, unfortunately, the GIF I think doesn't exist anymore, book. but he did message me a GIF of like a cartoon squirrel taking a book or something from another squirrel. <laughs> and he said, That's me trying to get my book back. <laughs> and I wish. I can't, I can't see the timestamp on this, but I know it was months later. So the end of this story is today. Uh, oh my God. I have a, happening in real I have time. a million bags in my room, all kinds of bags, mini backpacks, messenger bags. And I needed, I wanted to use a messenger bag today. And I pulled out the messenger oh, bag shit. and I was with my boyfriend when this happened. And I looked in and the fucking book was in there. <laughs> and I was, and I, I pulled it out and I was so, I like, yeah, my boyfriend had no idea what was going on. I was like, oh my God. 
this is the book. And he was like, what? I was like, this is a long story. It's a long story. <laughs> like, listen to Ghost of Stories. I'm taping it tonight. It'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> now, part of me is like, oh my God. I have the goddamn book. I'm like, should I just fucking mess with him and leave it at the bar? The, I mean, yes. Because it's been over a year now. I think you should leave it at the bar, but not tell him. Mm. And then it's just like, won't that be interesting if you ever get that text? Like, yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for leaving the book. Like, he was still checking. That's just fucking creepy if yeah. he still is. Wait, so did you? Or what's happened? I mean, no, th- I mean, this is fresh. I mean, yeah. this was today, earlier today, I found the book. I was truly blown away because I really thought I had lost it. It was in there the whole time. I think you need to just leave it there. I think you there. leave it. Leave it, but without but a not word. not tell him. No. I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe I will, I'll get like one thanks, but the other part of me thinks if he's still single because he's a guy, he'd be like, hey, thanks for the book. Well, yeah, he'll what definitely see it as like a flirtation, Absolutely. but it doesn't fucking matter how exactly. he sees it. You're exactly. just giving him his property back. Yeah. He's also a wuss. Like the fact that he never spoke to me that's in public insane. when he had the chance is yeah. like, oh, you're all talk, mister. Oh, I mean, that's like... Because even, guys, I don't even have the words. They're all fucking cowards. Also, will you leave the book, see what happens. If he gets in touch with you, will you ask him if he will be be on on this podcast? I'd love to. Okay, great. Absolutely. It would be very interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) I mean, he told me uh, on our first date that he had he got mad because there was he had previously dated a comedian who talked about him on stage. Oh. And at the time, I kind of sided with him. But now having been through this, I'm like, of course she talked about right. you. Now I wish I remembered her name because I would totally message her. <laughs> so we oh, could yeah, talk about so this. I heard you yeah. were touched by Chad. Oh, you were affected. That is my favorite, by the way. I've seen this happen where two female comedians I know talked about a guy on stage and then realized they were talking about the same guy. That's amazing. I've definitely seen it happen. That's amazing. For sure. So I'm trying to think if you would call this ghosting. I feel like... I mean, it's like a... It's It's definitely a a haunting. Yeah, it's definitely a haunting. It's like a cousin. It's all in the fucking family. It's all in the family. (laughs) Like, he wanted to ghost you, but you wouldn't play along with the ghosting? No. Absolutely Of texting him like, but I still want your dick so bad. That's such a good point. You were just like, I'm just going to just stay strong. And you did, because it was all gray. Absolutely. Those messages. Fantastic. And... um. Yeah, and then he he didn't want to allow it. No. And that's so great. It was, you broke his fragile, fragile like masculinity or you know yeah. insecurity or whatever. I'm the one that got away. Well, no, yeah. I don't think so. I think he wanted the book back, but he's I not don't getting. think he wanted the book. Not <laughs> the fucking book. No, he wanted your vagina back. Yeah, tough luck. <laughs> I'm sure he's pulled the same move on some other girl because oh, he's definitely. got a lot of Philip K. Dick books. I told my roommate, and she's like, "That's a red flag," because guys that like Philip K. Dick are usually dicks. I feel that way about guys that are really obsessed with Hunter S. Thompson or the guy that I took an Instagram today of who was, uh, uh, put his pipe in his mouth before he got off the train. He had a journal and then it said whining with like a cross through it, like no whining. And then he had a pipe, he had a pipe in his mouth, a very young man. When I see an old man with a pipe, I find it charming. Yeah. But a young man, like in our age range with a pipe. No. It's for a reaction. Not okay. That, yeah, I can't see and that. I, I bet you see that so much in Guanas too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Also, I love when the, I see that guy and then I make eye contact with another woman who's thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> we're like, fuck that guy. Yeah. That pipe's not getting him and anymore. And it's peacocking. Pussy. Yeah. It's peacocking. Exactly. And then he's just, yeah, he's like, I don't understand why like women don't understand me. It's because of my pipe. <laughs> his pipe is like a crutch to like yeah why women Small don't understand penis. him i mean i definitely would love to give you guys an update because i think i've got to return this book just yes. at least to complete the story because i i did a dramatic text reading of this with my friend at my monthly show mm-hmm. and this was shortly after the messages had stopped and i did i was like with the audience i was like should I keep trolling him or should I leave him the book? And everyone told me I should just keep trolling him. So this seems like a, f- like a final conclusion to Definitely. all of it. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that it would be there and like he would go and just see it on the shelf after all this time. And like that's the moment that I won't be able to experience in real life unless I hang out at the bar all day, every day. Which maybe we should. Which maybe we will. But I just love knowing that that moment will happen. Or... I can't, but if I could just get into his apartment, that'd really freak him out. Oh, my Put God. Put the book back. Oh. And then he's like, did this even happen? Did any of this happen? Did <laughs> we date? Because I have no proof. Yeah, it was a yeah. fever dream. That'd be amazing. I'm not going to break into his apartment. No. Uh, but not we yet. could. 
Oh yeah, you guys could. I know where yeah. he lives. All right. We'll offline about it. Okay, cool. Um, blocks. <laughs> Anita, thank you so much. Thank you this so much. This is fantastic. Uh, plug everything that you can possibly plug. Well, you have a show. Is it monthly? Is it by? Tell us about it. I went to it. It's in the basement of a sex shop. It's magical. It is. A basement? A basement. A basement of a sex shop. It's a French pronouncement. <laughs> pronouncement? Yeah. I've had one glass of wine. Yeah. I've you know what's like happening? I ate healthy for dinner dangerous That's combo a fucking, fucking dangerous combo like nope, i made myself whatever was left in my refrigerator so i sauteed some spinach and broccoli and like put it yeah. and then i made this much pasta because i just couldn't eat plain vegetables yeah, yeah yeah so i put like you know five strands of pasta in a pot and then ate it and it's like that's like no. eating nothing yeah. can't do that no. so, but on the plus side i'm a lightweight so <laughs> if i were at a bar right now i would have saved a lot of money just getting one drink um so i have a monthly show with my friend vanessa valerio it's called party of two um we call ourselves dating experts because we've dated in new york and then we tell everyone so. in the audience to congratulate themselves because if you've dated in new york and if you're a woman you're a dating expert right True. that's how we i mean qualify. that's definitely yeah. as much as we have as exactly well. there you go so um so we'll you know we'll have storytellers and stand-ups uh sort of just talk about anything related to dating and failed romance i mean i we have yet to have anyone actually we did have one person it was really cute charlotte loriston um who lives in la now she was talking about losing her virginity late in life and then ended it in this with this happy story and then she's like oh my husband he's here that Aww. was cute other than her no one's had any happy stories which is great because it's very <laughs> relatable you you're a happy dating story though frankly hers was sweet but that yeah that was the exception to the rule so um we have free wine Ooh. um complimentary and you get 15 percent off everything in the sex store when you I mean, come so you, why didn't i come it's with amazing. you i don't know selena Coppic, so former fantastic. ghost stories guest was on yes vanessa your co-host is going to be on ghost stories soon Yay. Oh, great. She's yeah. got some incredible That's stories. Um, so our next show is on December 9th. Um, we will have that lineup soon. Um, and then I'm doing a show next week that I'm excited about called Donuts and Comedy. Oh, God. So just, Everything great. All you have to do is look up Donuts and Comedy. I know it's in someone's apartment. It's the only Donuts and Comedy show in New York City. That Exactly. And there will be donuts. Oh, oh there you go. So yeah, December we'll 9th, there. Party of Two. Follow us at Party of Two NYC. Wait, what on sex Facebook. shop is it in? The Pleasure Chest. There's okay. two. There's two of them, or it's a it's a chain actually in different states. But in New York, the one uh, that we're at is in the Upper East Side, so it's at 1152nd Avenue. Okay, great. And sometimes on the right day, because I teach classes in this space in the basement, so sometimes they don't erase the board, and that makes for pure entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, they do classes about everything, and they always have really punny names. I can't think of it, but they had one just about butt play and they left everything up on the board and it was great. Oh, that was such a <laughs> gift to you guys. Absolutely. That was yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a safe space. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. Fantastic. All yes. Right. Anita, thank you so much. Thank for you so much. Your lovely self the whole way out here to Astoria. Please leave the book. Let us know how it yeah. goes. Yes. You'll be the first to know. Ask yep. Chad, solicit, you know, his appearance on this podcast. I'm going to ask. I feel like he's, he's got a big enough ego that I feel like. That'll I feel be like my Chad's favorite thing. The only thing you respond to him is just, <laughs> will you be on my friend's podcast? Yeah. And that's it. I love that. Yes. I left the book. Will you be my friend's podcast? Yeah. Leave it like in a piece of paper in the book. Oh. Chad's want to tell their side of the story. I yeah. love that. You know, Chad's want to get the last word. <laughs> so maybe if you present this as the opportunity for him too, he'll be into it. All right. Anita, you're the best. Jackie who wrote in. God bless. Yeah. Everyone write in. Ghosted Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Keep writing to us. Your questions, comments, concerns, ghosted stories. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. I mean, whatever the fuck, you know, live your life. <laughs> yeah, All yeah. right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Boo. Boo.